0: Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast, this is episode number 54. I'm your host, Terry your co-host, Malcolm here. Hey guys, what's going on? So in today's episode, uh, we're just going to do a quick rundown of a list on fitness myths and just pretty much give our take on certain fitness myths and what we hear people talk about uh, and what they tell us whenever they talk about a fitness myth. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, so the first one here we're going to discuss about is spot reduction works. Now, is that false or true, Malcolm? <laughs> you uh, say it's
1: true I was about to say it's true and I'm like no it's not true it's not true it's not true spot reduction so you can't like basically mean like you can't, um like it's not true like you can reduce the spot but it's not like it's not it's not like you can just like come in the gym only do tricep extensions and like <laughs> and literally the rest of your arm will be fat but your chest will look good <laughs> yeah i mean
0: you know how like I, you know how
1: people say you no know like girl, girl oh guys so they're like i just want to get rid of this and they go like this, <laughs> this. i want
0: to get rid of this <laughs> and they're just, just your tricep <laughs>
1: so it's like so and it's like and, it's like, and it has a as a very simple they might think okay it's come to gym and just do tricep extensions all the time if they don't have a trend they don't just do triceps all the time like, i just want to get rid of this and that's what that's what's going right, to take right, right. but in reality like you, it doesn't really work that way you have to
0: Yeah, I mean you have to drop some body fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a good way to put it is not spot reduction; it's more uh, toning, Mm -hmm. like uh, and building more muscle in that one specific area. You could do that, which I guess ideally you are kind of making your the flabbiness Mm -hmm. of your skin go away a little bit because your muscles go. You gotta create a little more muscle tissue mm-hmm. underneath that area, mm-hmm. and to so create a better shape. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, but in terms of like the way it's read spot reduction, how people perceive it as, uh, definitely does not work. Mm-hmm. In terms of saying, I want to lose fat in this area of my, you know, my side stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I want to lose my fat. That's yeah. where I hold my fat, and I want to lose it. Uh, do I just do side crunches to do that? Like, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's that's not how it works. Like,
1: if you see, like, I saw saw some girls. They say, like, well, I like the way my top looks and my, and my waist my waist looks as want to get rid of just my stomach. Right, right. And it's, like, I'm <laughs> going to do nothing but stomach workout to get rid of my stomach. It's, like, it's not going to happen. You, you really can't just go target that area and do abs all the time and mm-hmm. it's going to make it slimmer, like, because it's such a big area to cover as far mm-hmm. as, like, your stomach goes. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing you really, you're really not going to see significantly, it's gonna, you know, and even if you were to just do that, it would just take forever to just, like, see... Some kind of muscle definition there without doing anything else you know? okay you know, so i mean it I, they go about the wrong way um but i understand why they think that though i totally understand the thing about we you got flabby arms and you trust extensions, it's like duh i gain muscle in this area only then everything else goes away
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i guess that leads on to another common one we hear a lot is uh doing crunches will get you a six pack oh mm-hmm. uh,
1: Nope, no, not that either, sorry. I mean, it'll it'll help build the muscle. I think it'll help build
0: the muscle, but it will not get you a six-pack if you already have a belly. Yeah, if you have a six-pack,
1: if you have a belly already, then you're you're not going to get a six-pack. Yeah,
0: especially, like, people who are Uh, overweight and say, like, I want a six-pack, let me just do more crunches, mm -hmm. and nothing else. Yeah. It's not going to help.
1: What about, uh, so what about people who, like, have a flat stomach, but then they just, like do abs all the time but they never see them they never get them they have a flat stomach or they have a lean stomach lean
0: let's really? say flat let's say both like both people you know I mean I think they could build a six pack by a little more musculature work like in terms of like targeting those muscles and and actually building those muscle fibers and make them thicker mm-hmm. to make the the muscle pop more sure yeah uh, but in terms of someone who's very obese or someone who's at a body fat percentage where you just can't see your abs, mm-hmm. doing more ab work would not
1: work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, unless you're at a like single digits, like let's say you're eight percent body fat, mm-hmm. after doing a couple of different measurements, and you still don't see your abs, then I would recommend some type of crunch work mm-hmm. to build muscle fibers in yeah, that yeah. area to help yeah. show that muscle more. Mm-hmm. A, just yeah. like if you want bigger arms, right? You want to you want to do more bicep curl, tricep mm-hmm. extension to build yeah. that muscle fiber yeah. same thing for your abs it's a muscle there so if you're not working that muscle whatever it be conscious or any type of ab exercises then you're not going to see the app so like it won't be as deep you know like,
1: what do you mean the def- definition the definition yeah yes be as deep. yeah yeah
0: when you are already at a low body fat mm-hmm. percentage yeah, so let yeah. me make this clear for people who <laughs> are listening when you're already at a low body fat percentage not when you're at a higher body fat percentage. You should be doing compound movements, lifting more weights, Mm -hmm. and doing everything else besides really direct ab work. Direct ab work is only for people who are um, trying to build that area for let's say a physique competition or they already had a low body fat percentage and they want to build that muscle a little more. Sure. All right, so let's move on to the next one. So that's two right there. Uh, We'll go down the list of things we found. So next one is you need to load up protein after lifting.
1: Oh wait, like the anabolic window, basically what they're saying is that, or is that like a, or is that just
0: generic? Um, according to this, it says generic, uh, generically. Mm-hmm. I guess it means you have to get in protein right in, right after your lifts, because a lot of times people think you need protein right away. Mm. Uh, so. What it's recommending is, is that a lot of people think that they need protein right away after they lift. I guess that's the one I hear a lot. Like, do I need protein right away after I lift? Or, Let me go get a shake right away. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, go get that shake. <laughs> I got that protein powder in my bag. The whole jug, five-pound jug. I'm going to pour in my shake and shake up a... Well, some people
1: already have the, the shaker with protein already in there. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The time wasted to pour it in or It's too much. It right when much time. you complete the first, <laughs> the last uh, set. <laughs> ah, all right, right One here. Just start drinking <laughs> <laughs> right, right, away. right after the last set. No, like, no, no, nah, nah, that's also false as well. Um, I mean, I did hear like, uh, people said, people say like, oh, the window is like between 30 minutes and 72 hours after you get done working out, but like, and it, I guess you we know, what they really try to say is it
0: it's just various in person to person. Um, yeah, my yeah. big take is just make sure you get it in, yeah, you just yeah. don't have to rush it right afterwards mm-hmm. like it's not as it's not like it's life or death situation in yeah, yeah. terms of getting, getting protein if you're going you to lose the muscle and not lose the muscle mm-hmm. yeah. I mean
1: the vertical diet doesn't say that the vertical diet says do not have protein you the workout at all did not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, you have uh, rice I think it's rice and like some other fruit or whatever after okay. you work out no protein don't know why I didn't really read into it yet I'm going to read into it but I did was talking to someone yesterday um, here, and um, I'm, 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 I watched them eat. As soon as the workout was done, they started eating rice. They got orange, mm. and and then he told me yeah, the other workout guy says no protein after you get done working out. Okay, gonna look into it. Gonna look into it uh, further, but don't know. I want to, I want to interest. I mean, to know why.
0: Okay, yeah. So for that myth, you don't have to take your protein right afterwards. Yeah, okay, you don't have to. Do that. As long as my recommendation for a lot of people, it's like three. You know, 30 minutes after, mm-hmm. up to three hours after, you know, as long as you're not starving yourself mm-hmm. and waiting for the next day to eat after mm-hmm. your workout. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have to be right after your workout. You can go drive your 15 minute drive, <laughs> go to your Chipotle and still eat your protein. You'll be okay. I, I had Chipotle today. It was- what was All it? right. So next one is, uh, lifting weights makes women bulky.
1: Hmm. I think we talked, we talked about this a long time ago, right? Like one of our, right. first, was our first episode.
0: Yes, I think one of the the first episode.
1: I think it was the exact first episode. It was like, should women should women lift weights? Yeah. Or of something like that. Why not? Why not? Of course, of course. Why not? There's, like weights don't discriminate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know they don't doesn't discriminate who you are. It doesn't like It's not gonna say oh this is for men, this is for women. Like most women say oh, um, I don't lift weights. I thought that was for guys. It's like, who's that? It's just for guys. You know, like, there's no there's no rule out there that says should, women should do it. So, yes, they should. They're 100% sure. It's like,
0: it's just as beneficial as it is for men as it is for women. Yeah, uh, if anything, is more beneficial, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> because women have all these issues later on, and like with osteoporosis, arthritis, mm-hmm. um, men do get them as well, but women are tend to be the ones to... Receive those issues prior, uh, and earlier in their age, mm-hmm. because they don't have testosterone sure, yeah. as men do. It. Um, so it, it's good. Women should lift and to look good as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't
1: associate lifting weights with looking good. That's 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 the thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. with I mean, it's better now. Like when it first started becoming popular, mm-hmm. with women lifting weights is always like bodybuilding women and mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Jacked women that are like insanely muscular. Yeah. So they, I think, women just got intimidated from that, mm-hmm. but now they see you know woman on magazines that that who, who do lift weight mm-hmm. and they they look still look feminine. Sure. You know they're not they don't look like men. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Women
1: should live, be lifting weight. One hundred percent.
0: Women, men, uh, aliens, Games. whatever. Aliens, whatever. <laughs> All right. Next one is crunches are the key to flat abs. Flat abs no flat abs flat abs oh. okay i mean that's similar to what we just talked about earlier mm-hmm. in terms of crunches for a six-pack uh, the key to flat, abs. flat abs no flat abs are obtained through the kitchen <laughs> eat moving your on. way to flat Move. abs moving on that's a quick moving one on. <laughs> Move on. that's, that's a waste of our time <laughs> all right next one the more you sweat the more you burn no, no, I can sit in the sun. I can sweat. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm burning more calories. You can sit in the sauna the whole time. Yeah, I can sit in the sauna and the steam room. I sweat a ton. So it's not, not burn, not really burning any
1: calories, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, uh, I think a lot of times people associate, especially my clients too. Like if they're not sweating, they tell me, like, oh, look, Terry, mm-hmm. rub, rub their head. Really? And they're like, look, I'm not sweating. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you don't have to sweat. Yeah. You don't have to sweat. As long as you're activating the muscle. And performing movements properly, you don't have to sweat. Yeah. Sometimes when you're sweating and, and you're not performing any, any contraction in terms of activating the muscles, you're, there's no point of you sweating. Yeah. It's like that's just your body's way of rehydrating itself mm-hmm. uh, yeah. when it's in a heated environment. Yeah, like a friend. I have a friend who literally like
1: after he, while he's working, he's like dripping, bro, dripping. But it's like, <laughs> it's like we, it's like we know, like we know what work looks like you know what i mean yes sweating is kind of one of them but at the same time like just because you're dripping everywhere doesn't necessarily mean there's a lot of like you
0: know,
1: working hard you know what I mean?
0: yeah so that's a quick one uh sweat will not mean you're burning more calories i mean if it makes you feel good then, yeah it makes you yeah, feel good hey, go, sweat go, more. It, knock yourself out <laughs> the more you sweat then the better you feel then sure the less stress you'll have <laughs> all right uh next one here running is bad for your knees I think that's true or false, Ooh. or in your take. I guess these are these are uh, not really, but some of them are, like one answer, yes or no answer. But yeah. uh, some of them could just be our opinion. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't
0: think running is bad for your knees. I think running with bad form is bad for your knees. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think I
0: think
1: that um, a lot of people who become runners will not. I think a lot of people who come around weren't necessarily track athletes. Right. Yeah. I think a lot a lot of people who I've experienced over the years, there's people who I know personally, a lot of them who just started running 5Ks or half marathons, whatever it is, a lot of them didn't really run in high school. They just they just thought that running is like... They it's found good that for running, your health. They thought that running is good for your health and it makes them feel good, but they never weren't necessarily mm-hmm.
0: runners in high school. Right. They weren't how to run. Most of the time, it's people who are overweight. They're yeah. trying to lose weight. Yeah. I mean, but there are runners that, are, that just run to run for fun and also to run competitively. But mm-hmm. a lot of people think that if you're overweight, I need to run in order to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, a lot yeah. of times, that's probably not the best idea when you're obese or overweight mm-hmm. to start with because all that weight is going to be on your ankles, sure. ankles and, and it's knees. ankle and knees and it's not going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting off and you're overweight and you're... Morbidly obese, or you're in the obese state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recommend anyone to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just better ways to burn calories, mm-hmm. and running is not one of them to start off. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, once you lose the weight, and once you're able to move properly, I think running would be yeah. a good option if you decide that you like to run. For fun. Yeah. in my opinion, runners are some of the, like the
1: hardest people to convince to strength train, or hardest people to convince to like convince to them that they need help. You know, runners. Yeah. Wow, not they not, right? <laughs> not runners like people who are like elite runners okay. like runners in the gym who like just run in the gym casual like, like uh, right. I'm here to lose weight to this lose is what I'm going to do you know, like, I don't want to strain. training yeah, like, I running is run great for your heart so start, yeah, yeah. strongest muscle here, yada 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 blah blah blah
0: it's still fat <laughs> right right so uh, yeah that's, just make sure you're running properly and yeah. um, if you're going to run just uh, make sure you're not just H- hiding those issues that you're having with like a knee brace because a lot of times I, I know people who run they have an issue with their knees They're like oh I don't worry this knee brace oh, alright yeah, it doesn't hurt anymore yeah, yeah, so yeah, let me yeah. just continue yeah, running yeah, because yeah. It doesn't hurt. no I mean it started hurting because there's an issue with your running form mm-hmm. and there might be some tight muscles so find the, the cause of the issue and fix that first before you actually start running and continue with your running mm-hmm. if you if you like running sure, yeah, yeah. alright Next one here. Stretching helps your body recover faster. Interesting. I never hear these myths before. Hmm. These are new ones. That is interesting. Um, I wouldn't
1: necessarily say. I wouldn't necessarily say faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't even have to say it helps me with like recovery at all.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I think stretching is just to make you feel better. Yeah, I guess when it comes to stretching,
1: it makes you feel better in the morning kind of thing. Like you're not going to be like super tight and like super mm-hmm. rigid. There comes a chance um, that if you exercise a lot, lift weights a lot, and you don't stretch. Those sometimes like, you know, how some people have like little aches and pains or little twinges they might get. It's from just the muscles being tight and not being able, and like they're just not as, so for example, you might drop a pin on the floor while you're sitting down and go like this and then you strain your back doing that. Some, mm-hmm. people, some people do it and it's probably from you just have your muscles are just so like locked in as far as like ready to contract all the time yeah, yeah. and they're just not you know they're never really ready to go into some kind of like limber, limber movement you know yeah um but as far as recovery goes no now if I'm sore yeah. from workout whatever, I ain't taking enough water I eat enough protein or I didn't sleep enough I don't do any of that and I just stretch I'll still be sore
0: you know? yeah I think stretching is just uh, a good way for temporary relief and mm-hmm. Just if you're in pain or you're sore, yeah, yeah, especially static stretching. I'm not a big fan of it, I don't no. think it's necessary. I was wondering, I wonder, I never saw you static stretch before. I was wondering if you did so Do that. I static stretch? I just wonder, like, I just I remember I never saw you do it. No, before. I don't never static stretch. No, never, like, maybe for hip flexors muscles, that's about it. Mm. Other than that, nope, you never oh. static stretch. Is there a stretch. reason why? I don't think it's necessary. Okay. <laughs> I don't think static stretching is, is necessary unless unless you're an individual where you're super tight Mm -hmm. where you can't even like reach down and touch toes and you're not even close to that Mm -hmm. then maybe sag stretching will be helpful Mm -hmm. initially but I'm always more about dynamic uh, dynamic stretching and trying to get a stretch while you're moving or doing some type of movement Mm -hmm. because eventually that's what you want to do you want to be able to move right because you're not going to stand in that position and reach for something and hold that position yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But if you want to be flexible, static stretching is great. But yeah. if you want to move better, my take on that is not. Don't do static stretching. Do more dynamic stretching. Sure. Do more movement patterns. Mm-hmm. Like body weight squats. That's pretty much stretching. Yeah. You're stretching at the same time, and you're working those muscles. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so that's what I recommend. But if you want to be like a gymnast, of course, or you want to be flexible for yoga, uh, you want to be flexible for certain positions. Then yeah, static stretch. Got you. Mm-hmm.
1: Just wanted to hear,
0: you know, never, never saw you do it. You don't? You, do you static
1: stretch? Uh, in the shower a little bit. In the shower, right? yeah, in the shower a little bit. Yeah, static right.
0: stretch. That's good. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that's good enough details. <laughs> right, um, here's another myth in our list uh, that we found: more gym time is better. Meaning, like, the more, more time in the gym, the better results you can get. Time. How
1: much long you stay
0: in the gym? Yeah, I guess. I guess the more time you spend in the gym, the the better results you get. That's that's what it's okay. Yeah, yeah. no and Do we agree with it or not? No,
1: that's not. That's false because my clients ask me all the time, Would you work working for like three hours, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> do not. An <laughs> H- hour and a half at most." Right. Right. Now. Like, how many times you work out a week? Oh, uh, seven times, right now. No, 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 sorry. no. Three days. They're Like three <laughs> days. How are you doing for three days? You're right. Um. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter if you're. You ain't for three hours, or you for forty-five minutes. You can still get um, great results. In it's this. not about the the quantity; it's about the quality. Yeah, it's about right? the quality, yeah. If you, you know, if you have a, uh, you can get a lot done in half an hour. You know, if you actually like do some quality exercises within that time, hundred percent, you could good. Um, and
0: uh, yeah, and it's also what you do outside the gym. The gym is just one part of the equation. Sure. Of, uh, if you want to lose weight, mm-hmm. if you want to build some muscle, that's just one part of the equation. So. Yeah. Even if you put all your efforts into that one specific factor Mm. and everything else, you're not putting any effort into it, you're not going to lose weight. You're not going to see your body change. It's very true,
1: yeah. Like, you can, like, I started to realize that, like, if I, you you can nail down, if I can nail down just, like, you know, my client's intake on the outside and, like, actually look at it and monitor it, they'll lose so much weight just from looking at that. And then in the gym, it's just activity that they're really not used to doing and just just add that much more, you know? Right.
0: Because um, you, you, you only spend, what, uh, let's say you train three times a week. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, if you do train two hours, that would be great. Three times a week, two hours. Mm-hmm. That's six hours. Mm-hmm. That's only six hours a week. And Everything else you do outside of the gym is going to matter. So if you, if you sit on your chair a lot, mm-hmm. in comparison to if you take more walks, and you're a little more active, walking the dog, playing with yeah. you your kids, mm-hmm. uh, playing recreational sports, that's, that's going to make a difference. Those mm-hmm. calories are what's going to make a difference. Sure. Uh, the gym stuff is just to help you sustain... Uh, in the long run when you build that muscle tissue mm-hmm. when you build that foundation sure. everything else outside the gym the habits you create the habits that you have already mm-hmm. how you change those habits I think it's how you're gonna get the results you want sure I like it alright so let's move on here our next one surprising fact says, <laughs> uh, skipping sleep can cause waking. gain and uh, I think that's true no it's definitely true that's definitely true.
1: It's just uh, it's just more it's just more stress. So it's more like sleeping is a stress reliever. Um, if you're not sleeping, that's just a harder. It's more work on your body if you're not if you're not sleeping outfit. Yep. So so that is what basically you know you're doing to your body. Exercise already a stress is already a stressor as it is. So then then you take into account. Okay, I need to sleep to be able to recover to be able to come back tomorrow. If I don't sleep, then I'm not recovering. Then that's more work for my body to actually try and recover. So then, you know, you messed up. Then it causes more weight gain. Of level rises, and you gain weight stress.
0: You know? Yeah, stress is a big one. And also, when you're stressed, you're not making the right decisions. Sure. I think that's the biggest one uh, on this topic in terms of sleep. That's something Because people- when I don't sleep properly, I don't... I- I really don't care. <laughs> like, like I, I see something, or like I'm hungry, I'm just eating this, like Yeah, that's something people don't realize. They don't, workouts to they like, oh, I feel so tired today, so I'm not gonna work out Yeah, still, yeah. So. that's something people don't realize is that recovery,
1: and not recovering, has a lot to do with your decision making throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of decisions you make from when you're fatigued and tired is all because of that. You know, like if you have, make, you make worse decisions when you're just like out of it mentally. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So
0: let's move on. Here's some common ones. No pain, no gain. Hey, I like that one. I remember that one from a long time ago. Uh, no, eh, not true. But. Of course it's not true. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people think you need to be pain in order to see gains. Well, he, Terry's, to be sore. True. It's, it's very true because
1: Terry's never sore. <laughs> like he is gain, a lot, getting a lot of gains over the past couple of months. <laughs> so
0: he's never sore. Uh, but a lot of people think you have to be, to be sore, or super sore, in order to feel the effects of your muscle mm-hmm. being... I don't know, yeah. being torn apart <laughs> to yeah, a point yeah. where you're building the muscle. Yeah. But that's not true. As long as you're tracking what you're doing in, in the gym, that's more important. And you're seeing yourself progress, whether it be weights, mm-hmm. sets, reps, less rest time, yeah. maybe feeling better on some, some of the movements. That's that's progression. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to help you create the gains, not the pain. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to a couple more before we end this podcast. We have Mach- uh, exercise machines beat free weights.
1: In terms of what? <laughs> in terms of just like in terms of I guess results. Um, I mean what kind of results? I know people who don't
0: use machines they look great. Right. I guess it depends on your goals. Like yeah. this is very confusing the, the, this myth right here that we found. Yeah. Uh, I think depending on what you want to do if you want to be more movement oriented mm-hmm. and you want to be able to move better and I guess be more functional mm-hmm. as people would say sure then of course free weights would be a better option because mm-hmm. you get to move in all different directions but mm-hmm. if you, if you have machines and that's all you have i don't think that's a bad thing yeah. i think you could still change your body with machines and you know get the results you want which is for a lot of people changing how they look sure yeah I okay we have running no Let's not do that one. That doesn't make any sense to me. It says running on a treadmill is an effective run. Is more, is as as effective as running outside. No. I've never heard that one before. So. No, you never heard that one before? Yeah. I hear it all the time. You hear it all the time? All right, yeah. let's talk about it. Let's not skip it. Well,
1: uh, sorry, there's a fly in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I usually hear it all the time. They said, which one is better run outside or running on the treadmill? Um, and I always say to them that it depends on your goals. If you want to be able to run a marathon, most marathons are ran outside. Or 5K, you're going to run outside. So yeah. it's better get used to run, running outside
0: than there's an indoor. And I think a lot of people have the misconception that whatever they run on a treadmill is the same time they're going to run outside. So yeah. I used to yeah. be in uh, high school. We used to practice running, right? And you know, we have this friend that, that used to run on a treadmill. And he's like, we, we used to have to run two miles right, mm-hmm. around the track. So that's eight laps on a track. Mm. And he would tell us, Yo, I just ran two miles on treadmill I got a so our time to beat to to have a good score is under thirteen minutes. And then like two for two miles? Two miles for two miles. And mm-hmm. if you want like a really good time, like elite times, like people who are running really fast mm-hmm. on when you're on that team, mm-hmm. it was like eleven no, not eleven flat, but like mm-hmm. 12 minute range. And he was like, guys, I ran 12 minutes <laughs> around around on the treadmill. Oh. And then once it came to the actual, you know, eight, two miles you had to run outside, yeah. he ran like 13-something. Oh, wow. And it's like, it makes a big difference because the track, I mean, the, the uh, treadmill mm-hmm. keeps you at a constant pace, right? If you want to slow down, you can't unless yeah. you change the speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're outside, you're running and your head is, is fucking with you mm-hmm. and you're mentally you're not there mm-hmm. and you're telling yourself, I can't do this. You start slowing down mm-hmm. with your strides, then your time's gonna be slower. Gonna be a little slower but when you're yeah. on a treadmill and you have it at a certain speed, mm-hmm. no matter how tired you get, as long as you don't change the speed, mm-hmm. you're gonna run a faster time. That's
1: pretty interesting. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you you can you people tend to just naturally change the speed
0: of their running when they're outside, just off of just you know
1: effects of being yeah, outside. Effects though.
0: are like how they feel that day, yeah. like yeah. or they feel like halfway through the race or halfway through their their training, mm-hmm. they start feeling tired they, yeah. they stuff goes through their mind and mentally they can't yeah. can't push through to keep that constant pace think about it, most of the time if you're running uh
1: if you're running outside um like on a track I'm a little more accurate but if you're running like on the street your the elements affect you running faster or slower that
0: as well know, yeah that running, as well you know? and then the atmosphere like if At- someone's cheering you on if yeah. someone's beating you in a race like yeah. someone just passed you in a race yeah. and then it, in your head you're like oh i can't i can't beat that person <laughs> i'm gonna slow down or or it's the opposite. Or I'm going to try to catch up to that pressure. You might even run even faster. Sure. Yeah. So it really depends on the environment you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely think uh, running outside in comparison to running on a treadmill is totally different mm-hmm. in terms of your experience. Yeah. All right. Last one here before we end it off. And then we'll probably do another one of these because there's so many myths there's out so there. A so many myths So we'll out probably here. do a part two to this. But we'll this, this, is, this will be a part one. Yeah. We can so go on for this. Last one here. You should stretch before your workout. Uh, is that a myth? According to Terry, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> depends right. on what you depends mean. Depends on what strength. you mean by stretch, right? Like right. if someone's really tight, yeah. And I have someone that that can't even, you know, spread their arms apart to to do a certain exercise. Then of course, mm-hmm. stretching is static stretching is gonna be great just to just to loosen them up before you actually get into the dynamic stretching. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, dynamic stretching is superior, and movement yeah. during your stretch is a lot better than being static yeah because you're burning more calories too doing that yeah. i think in my opinion if you're just holding a stretch unless you're contracting the muscles then i don't think you're burning as many calories mm-hmm. so i, I, I want to be as more much time as i want to take as much time as i can in because of helping my clients reach their goals mm-hmm. of you know losing weight or changing their shape and if we're s- coming into the gym and we're sitting there for like 20 minutes just static stretching—it's mm-hmm. a waste of time. Yeah, I agree.
1: I definitely agree. As far as like weight loss goes, and as far as like more movement, then yes, um, you should static stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like just overall like being able to do exercise better, no, st- static, you should stretch before, but not no st- static stretching. Not because. when you're holding for like yeah. two minutes yeah. or yeah. so, like dynamic stretches. Yeah, but it's like. Uh, doing a lunge, doing a squat, doing uh, some walkouts. Yeah,
0: or maybe like a stretch contraction would be better. Like you stretch a little bit, contract the muscle, then relax, then go back into it. But I don't think there should be stretching where you're just holding it for like two minutes straight and you're just feeling that muscle stretch out. Like The only time I see that's important is when you're like trying to get a split. Yeah, yeah. Like hold a, hold a split or with your feet as wide as you can and mm-hmm. hold it for that position as long as you can because sure. that's what I used to do yeah. when I was trying to get a split <laughs> in breakdancing like my uh, breakdance teacher would just make us hold a, a wide really wide stance as wide as we can and just hold it there and then he would say I'm gonna go get coffee come back like 10 minutes later mm-hmm. and we're still holding the stretch so, oh, wow. so that's the only time I think it's effective is when you like I said earlier in, in the other the other stretching mm-hmm. myth that we're talking about mm-hmm is when you want to achieve a specific goal, like getting a score. Yeah, okay. I got you. Um. So that'll be the last myth that we talk about in this podcast. And we'll end this podcast here. We'll make a future one um, and talk about part two. Yeah. And let's talk about other myths that there are out there since there are so many, like we said before. So we'll end this podcast here. Hope you guys enjoy this one. And if you guys have any myths or questions about anything in training... We can help you answer on here on the podcast. Just send us a message on the podcast app. Leave a comment on the YouTube page and on the Instagram page as well. You guys could message us and send us any questions you have, any myths that you want us to answer. And give us uh, your opinion on any topic and we'll help you answer it. All right, so we'll see you guys in the next episode.